Welcome to Space Strategy, a podcast from the American Foreign Policy Council's Space Policy Initiative, where we are shaping a vision for the next strategic frontier. Now here's your host, AFPC Senior Fellow in Defense Studies, Peter Gerritsen. Welcome to the Space Strategy Podcast. Today, my guest is Brigadier General John M. Olson, who is the Mobilization Assistant to the Chief of Space Operations, where he advises the Chief of Space Operations on how to organize, train, and equip active duty, guard, reserve, and civilian space forces in conducting innovative, agile, responsive space and information operations to support, protect, and defend U.S. and allied interests. General Olson also flies as an Airborne Emergency Action Officer, conducting strategic deterrence operations aboard the Looking Glass, our nuclear command post in the skies. Welcome, General Olson. Well, good morning. It's a pleasure to be here, and thank you very much, Peter. Well, we're here today specifically to talk about the State of the Space Industrial Base report on which you are an author. I'm hoping you can tell us a little bit about the background. What makes the Space Force be interested in the Space Industrial Base? Well, of course, the I really appreciate the question, and, and you've had an integral part in it. So, you know, the State of the Space Industrial Base uh, report is a succinct and very polished, integrated accumulation of all the inputs that we took from nearly 250 companies, businesses, institutions, and academia organizations. And it's an amalgam of all of those inputs, uh, which were, were really quite comprehensive and, 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 and very compelling and potent. And it, and, and it wraps those in a very cohesive manner. And this is the third year uh, that we've, we, we've had the uh, State of the Space Industrial Base uh, report. But this year is probably the most prolific in the sense that we have both the uh, NASA Administrator and the Chief of Space Operations uh, as uh, signatories to the Ford. And I think from a Space Force, force perspective, this is a vitally important set of inputs that helps us inform our thinking, inform our, our policies, our strategies. And certainly it's a, it's a prime example of leveraging uh, the collective brilliance of, of, our, of our industry and academia partners. And from their perspective, it's an incredible opportunity to clearly and insert these in, in a way that adds visibility and impact. And so overall, it's a win-win and we're really excited about it. And so what sorts of things did you hear from industry? Well, you know, some of the major themes uh, that we've got from, from the industry and academia and, and other organizational input were really, if we take it at a macro strategic level, those themes were all about uh, the importance of space to our nations, America's priorities for, for infrastructure. And, and, and this is not just a physical infrastructure, uh, you know, from a space infrastructure perspective, but it's a hybrid space architecture that includes the digital elements that are so vitally important in the 21st century. Also talked about um, putting uh, some focus into the true economic uh, potential and capacity from base infrastructure investments. And these include uh, 21st century advanced manufacturing. Uh, we already talked about infrastructure and all the elements that that entails, jobs, tackling the environment and climate change, and unlocking the full uh, capability, entrepreneurial capacity, diversity, strength, innovative potential of uh, America's broad talent base across uh, across multiple sectors. And then finally, serving as a platform for uh, uh, foreign policy, for soft power and public diplomacy, for building coalitions and alliances of like-minded uh, nations. And so really it was quite a broad spectrum of inputs that we received. And uh, I think the collective 
distillation and presentation of those in the report is going to be helpful for uh, a variety of, of stakeholders, not just us in the state, uh, in the Space Force or NASA or the Air Force Research Laboratory, but much more broadly as well. And I think it's uh, it's going to be viewed uh, with the uh, an interested eye from that perspective. Do you think that there are that the report itself is actionable? Well, you know, I I, I, I do. I, I mean, of course, there's a range of ideas from the absolute, you know, must do's, compelling, uh, compelling, you know, uh, low hanging fruit, if you will, that is is certainly easy and immediately actionable. Too, on the other side of the spectrum, there's some pretty, you know, there's some pretty bold and audacious and grand ideas in here, and 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 some of those take a while to to digest and further refine and plan and develop and consider, and, and of course, some uh, will not be uh, actionable or implementable at all. But but nevertheless, I think the rich and diverse set of inputs uh, and 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 the sense that the participants, the the uh, uh, the broad tapestry of folks that participated. Um, this this is an opportunity to have a direct voice and a direct a, a direct insertion. And so, uh, from that perspective, we're we're excited about the the, the full breadth and depth of, of of what was received. We we think it's important that this stimulates a broad national dialogue. And I think that's precisely what the purpose of the report is: is to uh, to inform, to educate and to stimulate communication and uh, actionable communication, because I think we're at a moment in history where it's vitally important for us to act with boldness and, and uh, clarity of strategic forth, uh, forethought. I think uh, these kind of enlightened inputs help us uh, to, to, to make fully informed and smart decisions in a timely fashion at the speed of need. Now, this report uses some language that might not be familiar to everybody. It talks about a hybrid space architecture. It talks about something called JADC2, and it talks about a space superhighway. What are those, and why are they important? Well, I, I, I think uh, that's a great question, because oftentimes, particularly in the space community, we, 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 use, uh, we use lexicon that isn't uh, that isn't. Uh, readily known or acronyms that are overly, you know, over overly jargon oriented. And, 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 and in essence, this, this set of participant inputs is really an amalgam of opportunities that exist to set uh, some important national vision first, uh, vision parameters, and then uh, to uh, suggest and recommend. Um, obviously, uh, they were interested enough to attend and engage uh, for for several days over the course of the week. And so, when we look at from a United States perspective, the grand strategy challenges, the things that appeal to all people and all Americans and all of our partners and allies, those are things like you know the economy, security, the environment, healthcare, jobs, energy, and the like. Those are the grand national challenges. And if and if we look at that simple, broad strategic strategic and overarching set of frameworks, then what this does is, is, is it desires to inform that national vision, a North Star vision for space that integrates all the civil, commercial, national security, uh, international, um, and academic elements of, of uh, rich and, and diverse and dynamic uh, space uh, and much broader industrial base and entrepreneurial uh, base. So to get right after your questions, a hybrid space architecture. Well, what is that? It, it is 
the physical elements, almost like a superhighway in space, that comprise all of the transportation, the mobility, the architecture, the interoperability standards and interfaces that, that are necessary from a physical sense. And yet the hybrid part is it also outlines a digital aspect to that. So a space internet, if you will, a, a set of data and communication and sensing and management activities. And so really, when you break it down, a hybrid space uh, architecture is, is, is a fully considered one uh, that incorporates all of the uh, hardware and software in all of the broad elements into a single unified, integrated, but very modular open systems architecture that can accommodate such a broad scope of capabilities and, and participants. But it is also um, one that is geared to the tremendous uh, expanse uh, and challenges of space. So that's, that's, that's part one. Uh, the second part is in developing um, in, in developing the architectures and the capabilities, uh, something that I lead for the Space Force is doing all domain command and control, or, or JADC2, um, and that is really uh, a vital uh, element to the way in which the United States will uh, guard, defend, uh, preserve the national security interests of the United States and our partners and allies, and so. Joint all domain command and control is simply linking massively comprehensive approach, all the sensors to uh, and, and, and data to all the effectors or the capabilities and it's leveraging uh, mesh clouds and edge computing and and uh, uh, security zero trust and a litany of other uh, elements, all so that we can have timely information and decisions and actions. Uh, so it's a really an integrated system that sits, stitches everything together. And so uh, that is uh, the, this this hybrid space architecture enables that. And, and, and really that's funded or founded on the fundamental principles, the, the cislunar economy, the earth space or the earth moon econosphere um, bringing, bringing the moon into Earth's economic sphere, all those describe the same thing. And that's vital to uh, a vibrant and inclusive you know, global and cislunar economy. And so I think uh, as we look at the grand strategy levels related to that, this is vitally important from, uh, from the perspective that uh, this is strategic infrastructure and enabling infrastructure at its best to be able to uh, fully fully operate and leverage and uh, harness the, the, the true potential that's there. And so uh, going hand in hand with those big economic drivers has always been throughout history, a need to have um, protection and, and, and security. And so these are all interrelated from that perspective. And, and, and core to that is, uh, is, is, is space mobility, transportation, and logistics. And uh, uh, that, from an infrastructure perspective, is much akin to a space superhighway. I know uh, that's that's kind of a, a, a coin phrase that people are applying to this. And I think it's relevant um, as, as, as long as people still remain firmly, firmly cognizant to the fact that uh, there's, there's, there's definitely a, 
a, a tangible physical aspect and there's certainly a, a, a significant digital aspect to that. And then finally, you know, as we look at um, the, 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 the potential to unleash all of these uh, extraordinary uh, opportunities in, in, in space, that, that enabling infrastructure, space superhighway, will allow us uh, to address all the other critical uh, priorities. And that, that includes stimulating jobs in a vibrant economy, a robust industrial base, tapping the, the, the true potential for energy, um, tackling climate change, tackling um, some of the uh, broader geostrategic and geopolitical problems uh, with scarcity of resources. And, 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 and so this is truly uh, an informing and an enlightening uh, body of work that is indeed um, largely intended to help uh, stimulate action and stimulate uh, responsive action uh, on these really important topics. So the participants seem to aim their, uh, their recommendations in, in three broad categories to the National Space Council, to the Department of Defense, and then to uh, investors. And it, the, the top recommendation was this need for a North Star vision. Why was that considered important? And, and what are in the guidelines for this North Star vision? Well, you know, like anything, if you have a broad and bold endeavor, you must first start with a vision of what you're seeking to achieve and what outcomes are, are most important. And from that perspective, a North Star vision for the nation is really vital because what it does is it provides something that channelizes and focuses and brings everything into perspective. And so I consider that to be uh, the most important recommendation out of this. More importantly, there was a strong sense of urgency that was imbued by the group as well. And that is, we are in a moment in history, a critically important moment in history, an inflection point, if you will, such that a clear and compelling and cogent and comprehensive North Star vision for the United States that brings together all of those elements from, from the economic, from the industry, from the executive or the presidential, from the congressional side, through the, the, the various departments and agencies, uh, certainly uh, inclusive of the security from the, the Department of Defense and others. This, this North Star vision will help transform us from merely a, a space a, a nation with an incredible pedigree in space and space programs into a true spacefaring nation. And I think this North Star vision will help us to not only uh, retain our leadership, but to advance uh, the bold vision founded on the principles that we hold near and dear. And so that is the critically important recommendation that comes from this, uh, from this report. And I couldn't agree more. I think that unifying, driving, igniting, kind of North Star vision is exactly what will help propel American leadership and close, close partnership with our allies and friends around the world uh, to a, a new era of fully unleashing the opportunity and potential of space for benefit here on earth and solving those grand challenges that we talked about. So with that, I really appreciate the opportunity to speak with you. I look forward to sharing a lot more of exciting insights um, in the, in the rollout ahead. So thanks very much, Peter. Thank you so much, Sean Olson. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Space Strategy Podcast. 
please be sure to subscribe wherever you are listening. For questions and comments, please reach out at spacepod at afpc.org. Thank you for listening. 